Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome back to Mum's the Word, the parenting podcast. I'm Georgia Jones and I'm your host for this week. Now this week, a bit of a seasonal one is um, slightly stressful and hopefully you guys can help. Write in, let me know what you've done. But how do we deal with there being lots of Santas dotted around the place? One of my friends has mentioned it recently online, so I'm not the only one struggling with this. I'm sure you're all having the same issue. Is how do we explain to our little ones that there's more than one Santa because they definitely don't all look the same. So yeah, that's been a tricky one for me to navigate this week. Today's guest is Lottie Drynan. She is best known for her hashtag, My Bloated Wardrobe, which was back in 2018 and that soon became viral. Now her online journey began by sharing her struggles with IBS and anxiety, but now has made it her passion to provide uplifting messages promoting body image positivity. She has brought together a community of over 275,000 people, including a private Facebook support group with monthly events, as well as releasing a wellness journal that has been used by several thousand loyal followers. That's incredible. Welcome to the show, Lottie. Now, Lottie, if you follow her, which I'm sure majority of you listening to this podcast do, um, does a lot of work around bloating and how to dress for when you're feeling just like you need something loose around your tummy, right? And, and you know, it's so funny, I was talking to someone because I was like, it's just what every girl needs to hear is that you don't need to wear like tight. Do you remember we went through a phase where everybody would wear tight skinny jeans? Oh, those Topshop Joni jeans. They, Joni they jeans. still haunt me. Yeah, yeah. same. <laughs> like I still, I think I've still got a pair in my wardrobe and I think I just keep them there. One, for like nostalgia <laughs> and two, just to try them on occasionally and remind myself why I don't wear skinny jeans anymore. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, oh God, oh no, no, no. Like even this, this is an elasticated waist and it's still on the tight elasticated yeah. Looking size. at that makes me bloated. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, do you know? But it's funny, isn't it? When you wear something like tight around your middle, I think it must do something to your insides to actually... Oh, it does. It's called it tight does. pants syndrome. So it's actually a thing. Yeah. It is. So if you wear something tight, it can affect you both physically and mentally. So it can actually cause the bloating. Do you find that like if you were to wear the wrong type of jeans... 
that it's, it also really restricts your, your bits. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah, yeah, especially if it's a strong seam. Yeah, that is like, true. A strong <laughs> seam down there. Is You've not got your front wedgie, back wedgie, <laughs> yeah. belly button wedgie going on. Yeah. It's just a world of discomfort <laughs> yes. that, not, that none of us want. Yeah, hence why elasticated waist only for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, I'm going to go for looser elasticated next time. Yeah. Especially when I'm sitting down. <laughs> so Lottie has a community of over 275,000 people that follow you. Who watch I don't know what they're doing. Oh, well, I do. I completely understand it. Because I actually think I followed you before you were even a twinkle in our management's eye. Oh. Yeah, you know, when you meet someone, you're like, oh my God, I feel like I know you, but I don't know yeah. you, but I feel like I do. <laughs> I love that, yeah. Um, and yes, you actually have a private Facebook as well that where you offer support to people, do you? Yeah, so yeah. we've got a community called You've Got This. So sort of my page, I guess, does revolve more around sort of my life and my experiences with IBS, etc. Whereas You've Got This is bringing a community of women who have everything from endometriosis, IBS, and just a really lovely support group. It's so nice, you know, people can put in... I'm feeling bloated. What do I wear? I'm going for a laparoscopy. What are your tips? So it's a really lovely little corner of the internet. Yeah. And I remember when you got pregnant mm. and I think I messaged you and I was like, oh my God, this opens up so many opportunities because <laughs> like of outfits that you can yeah. like post about because like yeah. once you've had your baby and then like dressing for like, you know, when you've had a baby and you're not quite Definitely. sure what to wear. And it's the ultimate test of how bloat friendly it is, right? If it fits the bump, yeah. you're going to be all right exactly. if, you, if you're bloated. So, so you already good. had your pregnancy wardrobe like I did. down I barely you? I barely bought anything because everything I buy is elasticated it's just the, the old melons oh, yeah. <laughs> your, your, your boobs they were they were something they else got they? They? <laughs> listen I wasn't jealous but <laughs> yeah Lottie's boobs were well they are still fabulous but goodness me when you were pregnant they were something else I mean I've never seen anything quite as big as my own head on someone's chest <laughs> ridiculous they were, they were a wonder <laughs> The eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> so, you obviously are mother now to Penny. I am. A gorgeous little Pen who is one. How many months is she now? Yeah, 14 months yesterday. Oh my gosh. I like know. how time flies. It's I mad, know. isn't it? Yeah, even her party feels like yeah, yesterday, so doesn't it? <laughs> I went to Penny's party. Yeah. It was lovely. You had a little garden party, didn't you? Yeah, it was very cute. Yeah. Strawberry themed garden party. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you love a theme, don't you, Lottie? I do. I got, do. I just work really theme. well to a theme. <laughs> and you've got your house account as well. Like Lottie is the woman that must never sleep. I, I don't know how you do it all. You are ADHD. <laughs> That is how she does it all, ADHD. <laughs> Anybody wondering? I'm like, I need to get myself a bit of ADHD. You do. I've got plenty going spare, so you can take some anytime. Oh my gosh, no. But yes, you, you just don't stop. I, when I saw you, so Lottie created this like little um, wall hanging, didn't you, for oh, Penny's yeah. bedroom. And I remember following it and it was before you'd had Penny. And I remember watching thinking, that's not going to get finished. No. I don't, she's going to have the baby any day. And I'm sure you were like really pregnant. that baby is going to come and that is going to go out of the window and and it did but you did persist eventually I did I think it was just before her first birthday so it took a year but I did it you did it you did it see I'd have just thrown it I think I'd have just gone I can't even look at it you know what if it wasn't for online but I'd committed right and I can't fail I feel like you do that a lot you hold yourself accountable online and you're like if I tell people I am going to have to do it yeah that's it yeah (laughs) 
it's quite it's quite a good way yeah it's like i think it's you that do it do you film yourself on time lapse if you need to clean like oh a room? my gosh yeah because i'm a messy person naturally so i just put my phone on time lapse and I'll get it done in because then I won't just get distracted either yeah. by my phone. I'll get something done. I'll clean the whole house in like half an hour, yeah. like because I'm held accountable. Sometimes I'll post it, sometimes I won't. But it's just the best technique for not getting distracted. Yeah. I swear by it and no, working as well. I think I took that from you, but I set myself just because I've not got much storage on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I set myself a timer, so yes. I was like, right, I'm going to set myself an hour. Yeah. I'm going to put that phone in a different room, and I'm going to get on with this yeah. task because I do that. She's procrastinating. I yeah. really, really don't like that word for some reason. I don't know why it gives me the ick of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the best, all like doing a blast. Ross has started, or yeah. blitz, I think he calls blitz. it. And like 20 minutes, let's just go. And then it's done. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you know what? Since becoming a mum, like I always like would overwhelm myself at like my mm. to-do list because I love a to-do list, but I'd still get overwhelmed by it because I'd be like, there's no way I'm going to get through all this. Yeah. So I just like set myself like one Thing. And I'm like, right, if I get that done, well done, Georgia. Yeah, that's well it. Well done you for doing that. That's it. Like your notebooks, going, that's why they're so great. Like, yeah, just break it thanks, all down what? in that. Oh, she's promoting <laughs> Little me. Plug, yeah. She slipped me a fiver for that. <laughs> I'll get you another notebook coming your way. <laughs> so going back to, you know, motherhood, you became a mum and always wonderful. How was the birth? Was it easy? Was it not? Were yeah. You- so I'll be honest, I texted you yesterday, didn't mm. I, saying... Do you have any questions? Because some podcasts work where you send questions ahead. You yeah. just have a chit chat. And you said, no, it's going to be more of a chit chat. Is there anything you don't want to go into? And I said to you, well, birth is probably the one thing. And then I thought about it. And you said, oh, it was going to be on there. But no worries, we can take it off. And I thought about it. And I thought, do you know what, actually? I texted you back, didn't I? Like mm. an hour and a half later. Like, yeah. actually, keep that in. You can ask that. Because I think, for me, the, the one thing that... I would say I still very much stand by is hearing that my story probably isn't going to help other people or even myself and I was very much I think this for a few reasons I was very much so in the mindset of when I was pregnant I only wanted to hear positive stories yeah and we've spoken about this before and you were different weren't yes. you we wanted to hear I wanted to know everything like the good the bad the ugly yeah. the, the scary I think because for me, that was me preparing myself, but you were yeah. the opposite. And some people said to me, well, maybe if you listened to some negative ones, you would have maybe coped better or not felt as much of a failure. And I do totally see that. But I think knowing how my brain works, mm. I am very much an emotional sponge and I really pick up what's around me. And I knew that if something was in my mind, I would think about that over and over. So I wanted to just hear the positive. So I'm yeah. very aware that people are different aren't they but when I thought about talking about it I thought one thing although I don't regret not listening to the you know I'm not even going to call it negatives but the ones Mm. where I guess it didn't go textbook style I guess what I do regret not learning more about or listening more about is how often it doesn't go to plan and how I mean I wasn't naive I didn't think it was going to go absolutely amazing but I think I didn't realize how birth however it goes is more than just that day that one event and Mm. how it stays with you for a really long time and I think that includes even if it does go positive like my friend had such an incredible surprise home birth and she's buzzing from that so again it's not just that day and it's done but I think then when someone does have a whether it's traumatic or difficult yeah it really stays with you and it Mm. can impact you and I think that's the one thing that I wish I knew about so that's why I thought maybe it is important to talk about birth in that way because it did it's something that really 
impacted, impacted the yeah. yeah the my start of motherhood i don't think people are aware that if you know your baby's entry to the world isn't quite like a, as smoothly as you'd hoped that there are people you can talk to you mm. can re-go over the whole birth with your midwife mm. and people aren't told about this they aren't told that no. they can like have a full debrief on what happened yeah. and go through your entire notes everything mm. which i think is kind of like almost closure that a lot of new mums need to go I didn't imagine that because yeah. when you're in the throes of it and you know it bloody hurts and you there's all chaos. sorts it's yeah. chaos it's chaos <laughs> yeah even if it goes the smoothest birth in the world oh, I'm sure, yeah. I still feel like there's a lot of chaos I mean certain people might find it quite calm chaos or might mm. be able to like meditate through it oh I mean either but, way well, however it happens it's going to be the one of the biggest things ever happens to it, it probably really the is. biggest yeah. things ever happened to your body and your mind right yeah. yeah absolutely it just baffles me that there's not enough or not as much aftercare you know all the classes before that to oh. be honest i didn't really learn did you do the hypnobirthing thing- or anything like that not really only because for me mm-hmm. i was a bit like no are you I, more science yeah, well, although it is actually based on science it as is, well, yeah, it is. But um, it just wasn't something that I was that bothered about or that interested really? about. Oh, but with you know the classes, the NCT yes. classes, right. it was really yeah. nice. Really enjoyed them. You know, it was nice. But I wanted to learn like it's the after bit yeah. that would have been. So, yeah, I, I feel the same. Know. You're so prepped on this one part one of day. one day oh, when actually, <laughs> yeah, but then it's just like oh wow and you may even have done a bit of a class on you know how to change a nappy and how to do that but actually looking after yourself like Mm. even the bleeding and the aftercare I was like oh my gosh am I dying like what's going on and you tell me afterwards yeah you know you still still look pregnant right no one tells you you still look pregnant after Mm. you've had a baby I was expecting it just to go like deflate like a balloon but that yeah. does, obviously doesn't happen silly me yeah <laughs> but <laughs> I, I reckon it's... I'm not the only person and then yeah like the you know the bleed if you've had a vaginal birth and actually even if you don't have a vaginal birth yeah. you still bleed afterwards yeah. which yeah, yeah. of course you would do because it's all connected but yeah I didn't even think about that no you know and all those things mm. cesareans still baffle me because I'm like if like a man was in a accident and they had <laughs> stitches like oh that gosh, they yes. would be in hospital or a woman like let's not do an injustice to, to men but you know yeah. let's go with men <laughs> yeah just men for an example you know, yeah. they would be in hospital for oh, yeah. oh, probably two weeks and they're like right see you later bye like, okay off you go <laughs> you can't lift your baby but we also need you to keep it alive so work yes. that one out okay yeah, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind um it just baffles me and yeah i don't think there's enough like of that aftercare of like i feel like there should be on i mean it's not going to happen on the NHS, is it? But there should be like um like a therapy like mm. class or like you know you could get therapy for like the first two weeks, um, yeah. so you can just have somebody that you can talk to and tell all your irrational fears to and your irrational I thoughts. I guess that's like um because I was looking like if we had another baby, like how could I make it maybe smoother or get myself my my, more of my mental health side of things because mm. maybe that's a bit that not necessarily can control but can try and do something that will have a really positive impact and I um, found like postnatal doulas that doesn't oh. come as part of um, the NHS but I was just really interested to learn more about it See, and I, I mean, didn't know that was a thing no I didn't I don't know how much they cost or anything like that but I just stumbled across and it's basically someone there to mother you yeah. as you're a mother and they can look after you physically 
mentally just check in because you've you've heard of doulas right yeah for birth. For yeah birth. and yeah. they can be there they like some of them cook you dinners and all those things that you know so you can fully concentrate on yourself and a baby and I just thought wow what a wonderful thing if you could have that it, um, re- it really is because they're a special people, job as well like oh my to, gosh could you imagine angels like you already feel yeah. midwives are angels and then you have to say goodbye to them and you're yeah, on like, your don't own. leave me don't yeah. leave me yeah i've oh, got a job to do yeah. <laughs> yeah. but so they can come home with yeah, you and look please. after you yeah, yeah. I know. Um, and i just thought wow i'd never heard of it either i think it might be mother pucker actually who always said anna who always says about who's the person holding the mum that's it because everybody's there holding the baby but yeah the mum needs to be held like that's we've just it. been through like the most enormous thing of our yeah. life and yeah we kind of get just then told to just get on with it yeah your mental health after penny how was it it was a bit a bit of a journey right yeah i say there was like different sections to it mm. so do you know what even as i was younger i've struggled like intermittently with my mental health as I guess sort of late teens in my 20s and so I've always had this fear that was my number one fear of having a baby was getting postpartum depression mm. and it's something that has with as a history with with my family like the women in my family so it was always a fear of mine mm. and when I had Penny it was like my brain was in two parts so I did get diagnosed with PTSD but at the time it was just that just came in I guess sort of flashes and chunks but Mm. in general I was in such a good way and I don't I look back and I don't know if that was shock adrenaline but also happiness like I guess I was worried one of my friends said you know if you don't feel that love and connection for your baby straight away don't worry like you haven't there's nothing wrong with you it's going to come ask for support so I think that's what I was maybe expecting and I I was lucky and I did feel that connection yeah. straight away and I just felt so happy to be a mum. So I was really lucky there. And I think it was for like the first two months, I was just, I was like putting a full face of makeup on every day <laughs> and she yeah. was newborn, getting dressed up. And I don't know if that was my coping mechanism yeah. or, I, I don't know. A bit of a mask that you don't necessarily realise you're doing. Because yeah, I was the same, like, I, like, it took me a long time to realise that I was not coping. And I, yeah. and it, I wasn't happy and, you know, skipping through motherhood like everybody kind of makes out you should be doing. Or, you know, the world does. Yeah. Like TV. Yeah. Um, it took me, and it took me a long time to realise. And when I finally did, and it's that moment where you kind of look back on yourself. Mm. And I feel like this is a lot of people, like, you don't realise until you're out of it a little bit. Yeah. That... Oh God, I I was not doing okay there. That yeah, was like not you look at that. Like I look at my eyes, and if you get that oh thing, sad eyes, God, yeah, yeah, I was glazed over, yeah. and I'm smiling with this makeup, yeah. and this beautiful baby, and I think I was not okay in that picture. Same, like yeah. ridiculous, like, and I couldn't. I don't know whether you were the same, but at that time, I couldn't verbalize it. Mm. I found it very difficult to tell anybody yeah do you know what i'm not okay because i think as well you don't really know why because mm. like you said you're so happy that you're a mum. like god yeah. you love your baby there's all you know you there's all these wonderful emotions that you yeah. are still feeling well, some of the time not all the time yeah but like i was and you said you were but then there was this just this overwhelming like sadness yeah. oh definitely as well and like anxiety and just feeling feeling down yeah that you kind of just powered through with. Definitely. And we had Penny in September. And I feel like up until around Christmas, it started off as little pockets for me of the pain. Mm. And then it just got big. I don't know if that's how it happened with you or it, but it just got Mine bigger. Got bigger did yeah. It? yeah, and bigger. And at first it was, yeah, it was more at night times and there were certain 
triggers etc but then it just got bigger and I remember it was around after Christmas and I just found myself like just sobbing mm. and feeling so much physical but mental pain yeah like, um, it hurts, yeah it? it does and yeah like you say you're just like but why and and it's hard to verbalize it to your partner as well. Mm. You might have been different, but with Danny, he was like, well, what's, ro- what's wrong? Why yeah. do you feel this way? I was like, I don't know. I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel this way. And I can't seem to get myself out of out it. Of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I did. And I didn't, probably should have gone on some kind of antidepressant mm. or something at the time. But I think because I was... But even back then, there would have been more a stigma. Like Cooper's only, oh. what, four five is he he's five yeah, five, five yeah but even back then a lot's changed in those years yeah isn't it oh yeah completely like mm. it's, it's mad how things become more and more acceptable as time comes on which is great for like our children for the Definitely. future but yeah like everyone just thought i was doing okay and i think mm. i made out to everybody that i was doing okay yeah like the one bit of advice i would give to anybody that is feeling like that or mm. thinks they're feeling like that just a bit unsure of like what's going on with that mental health just vocalize it and talk to the right people as well because like there might be somebody you say it to that's just like oh yeah Mm. but aren't you lucky I think because when you were saying like you didn't know why how to vocalize it I guess for me the difference I had was I had the birth that I think played a really big part so I had something not to pin it on but I could Mm. I could explain that a bit like I think it's that that might have happened anyway I might have got the depression anxiety anyway but I think I had that at that which really helped me speak to Ross about but yeah yes, for friends etc the same they they just didn't know why it was happening yeah. and you know what you said like talk to the right people one thing I just want to say is pandas they're an incredible charity I don't okay. know if you've heard of them so they're for no, mental health for parents I don't think it's just new oh, parents okay they're incredible and they've got like a free phone number I guess it's similar to you know like how the Samaritans you can call up and it's mental mm. health support it's like that and you can just have a chat and they they just really listen and pinpoint you to the next steps and they were who I called one of the first ports of call um right. and I've had a few messages since saying I called them and they were incredible so they really are if anyone's listening to this oh, and yeah they haven't got anyone around them that they feel they can talk to they're just incredible do you have an insatiable fascination with the paranormal brace yourself for the supernatural world is about to reveal all of its secrets on the paranormal activity podcast and who better to guide you through this hair-raising journey than myself yvette fielding renowned paranormal investigator every episode of paranormal activity takes you on an unforgettable adventure into the unknown but that's not all the true heart of this podcast lies in the stories evidence and questions shared by our devoted listeners Will you dare to join me? Listen to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, wherever you get your podcasts from. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. quite nice sometimes speaking to somebody that's just not connected to mm. your life in any way Definitely. that can just give a completely you know yeah and a, I think we often feel like a burden as, yeah. as yeah. parents don't we, do. we? Absolutely. so you're not like you're not a burden but you're not going to feel like it with mm. someone that's totally impartial yeah well mm. I do it with Danny like you know there'll be something that's like worrying me or stressing me mm. out or you know and I won't tell him because I don't want to worry him yeah as well yeah. and, and he'll go and then he'll be you know that I've not told him and then yeah. it's just spiraled because I'm like yeah. oh, but now he's mad at me <laughs> and I'm still worried so this didn't benefit yeah, no. anybody <laughs> and I've had to suffer in silence for like the last however long yeah and it's mad like you do but at the time and I do it with my friends as well my friends always know when I'm not myself because yeah. I retract yeah um and it is, it's like our coping mechanisms. We mm. go into like, like I don't know, into like a shell. Hibernation. Yeah. Yeah. Like snail, I'm like a snail. I retract into my shell if anything goes wrong. And I'm like, okay, goodbye world. See you, see you all. <laughs> see you when this is all sorting itself out. I don't know how it's going to happen because I'm not talking. When I come back, this better be okay. <laughs> yeah. Somebody work this out for me, please. Yeah. If you wouldn't mind. Moving on to something that's slightly less heavy. That is something I'm so happy we talked about because honestly, I feel like that's going to help so many people. But going back to the whole, you know, IBS bloating side mm. of things, your IBS changed when you were pregnant, didn't it? Oh my gosh, it was a dream. It, <laughs> it pretty much, well, the first sort of 10, ten, first trimester really, it was like a lot of bloating, which is, I think, yeah, really that's common normal, anyway, yeah, isn't it, for pregnancy. Yeah. So I was like, oh great, it's going to be even worse. Yeah. But then it went away. Yeah. It was amazing. So the baby stem cells that, that helps repair your stem... I can't remember the science behind it, but it can help with intolerances. So Yes. Oh, my God. Do you know, I've heard so many people that are like, I wasn't intolerant throughout my entire yeah. pregnancy. I was eating tubs of Ben and Jerry's. I was so <laughs> excited. Like, honestly, it was amazing. Because so, you've got a few intoler- intolerances, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, which would yeah. normally kick my IBS off. Like, yeah. I'd be on the toilet for days normally uh, yeah. with a bit of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, I was living my best life. Oh, and, Yeah, and just, I just felt so much more settled in my tummy. And I know, obviously, you're physically growing, but, you know, mm. the feeling of bloating where it's like, I was describing it as like a basketball under your skin. It's yeah, so tight. So uncomfortable. And you, yeah, like I didn't have that. And it was, yeah, I had a lovely night. And actually, even after pregnancy, I'd say for probably at least, oh, it must have been at least four months of pretty much no symptoms of really? IBS. And now they've come back. And then they've come back. Oh, the past month and a half. Love that for you. Yeah, no, really, really great. Thanks. (laughs) But isn't it it amazing, like, how incredible women's hormones are? That they can completely change. Yeah. Like, what we can eat. Yeah. Like, Like, our bodies are amazing. I would have just, like, appreciated it. Just give me a year. No, I didn't have quite a year, but a bit longer. Come on. Just let me enjoy my Ben and Jerry's just for a tiny bit. Yeah. A tiny bit longer, please. (laughs) I wonder whether any part of like the not feeling as bloated as well because I was the same mm. like I feel like a lot of people do this without realising but they like hold hold their oh tummies gosh, in yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like I do it, and sometimes I think, right, if I was to sit here and and like fully like relax my tummy out, that is not how I how I go, how I go through life. No, we're always we're sucking in. Always sucking in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you're pregnant, oh, you, you let it out, and you it's let it lovely, out. isn't and it? And also, you're you know, it's kind of accept, much more acceptable to like fart when you want. And, you know, <laughs> because yes. well, she's pregnant. Yeah, so oh bless her. Yeah, she's a baby. Just, yeah, yeah what she like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so true. If I sat and farted now, yeah, you'd be horrified. Exactly, but if, but if you're, you're pregnant. Like, oh, bless you, darling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you okay? Yeah. Do you not pause for anything? <laughs> <laughs> She's pregnant. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like that does have a part to play in it a lot. How did you feel like any different in terms of like body confidence when you were pregnant? Yeah, and do you know what? It kind of, I'm almost not annoyed with myself because it's not my fault. Like we all know, it's like diet culture. And, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it was the most confident I've ever felt, I think, being pregnant. Mm. And I think a lot of it is, because, like I said uh, in a post recently, like the only time I've ever worn a bodycon dress. Is oh, I either, saw this. Did you see it? Yeah. yeah. Is either when I was like literally starving myself yeah. or when I was pregnant. Same. And I, I hate that. Like yeah. that it takes, I've been ill or growing another human being for my body to be accepted Mm. like sometimes I look at my belly now and think well I look more pregnant than I did when I was pregnant but yet then people would think oh she's got a lovely bump Mm. but if I just you know wore a bodycon now people would think oh that's that's not that's not flattering and it's sad isn't it like Mm. it's really sad but we're all conditioned that way we have grown up to be that way think that that is the perfect and only type of body whereas I said this I said can we all just make a pact to yeah. say do you know what hardly Stop any it. of us have a flat stomach yeah. or whatever it may be the perfect boobs curves bum stomach like that doesn't exist right so if we all just make a pact that our bodies all look different we can just go around in body contrast oh yeah feeling amazing feeling so comfortable because they're comfortable yeah because uh, unless you're conscious in them because when you're conscious in them you then suck, you, you that's what makes you feel in. Yeah. exactly and let's also whilst we're there make a pact to stop asking if people are pregnant oh because yes. i think that's a, that's what people said to me oh because i set myself a challenge of trying to wear body con yeah and that is the number one thing that stops me and so many people mm. people say ask if you're pregnant i'm like god we're in 2023 how are people still asking this question yeah how like, do people not know that that is something that just shouldn't be asked yes. yeah because there's a whole like plethora of reasons why that question just shouldn't be yeah. asked to anybody but i'll tell you or i'll wear yeah. a baby on board bag yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> unless i've got either of those things sharp <laughs> yeah don't, don't talk to me yes yeah. i'm happy in my body can't leave me yeah. leave me alone <laughs> but yeah so it is it's sad that you do because i was the same like i've never worn so many tight clothes when i was pregnant because mm. it's, it's weird it's almost like oh it's acceptable because yeah. she's got a baby and it feels in lovely doesn't it like yeah you're proud, proud and like it's really wonderful and don't didn't you find everyone was so nice to you when you're oh pregnant oh my god it's like you're a celebrity <laughs> yeah and then you I have this baby and yeah, no one gives like, a shit yeah. you're like great so now I've got depression and now you don't care where, 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 are, yeah, where, where are you all now where, when I need you yeah. <laughs> come, and, come and stroke my hair and tell me I look beautiful please, yeah. please tell me I'm glowing <laughs> I'm not grey <laughs> that's it no, that's when you need the people yeah. the most to be like you're amazing yeah yeah i know i'm amazing when i've got this pump but now i don't yeah, so. yeah exactly it's funny it's just it's messed up really isn't yeah it? like how the pregnancy world works and then afterwards a post pen how did you change about your body because i've got a feeling of how i changed did you look at yourself in any um, different way do you know what i thought i was going to be a lot more 
focused on how my body looked mm. and you know I've always struggled with body image and it's definitely improved in the years and I think doing this job as well as you know you almost fake it till you make it like yeah. I would talk about body confidence and over the years that has helped me more and more so to for that just to become my norm of thinking yeah so I think that definitely helped and but I remember it must have been a couple of months later thinking someone asked me about my how I felt about my body and I thought Do you know what I haven't actually really thought about it in terms of being mine and I don't know whether that's sad or natural or I know a lot of women have felt it too and I just felt like it was almost a machine I think because I was mm. breastfeeding that probably played a part in it but yeah I just felt like it was something there to do a job and it yeah. wasn't even there to be mine and I just felt very disconnected but not in a I wouldn't even say in a bad way no if anything it was quite freeing that for once I wasn't thinking about how I looked so it was like that but it's taken a while now and I am still breastfeeding so I do still think you know my boobs are like they're, they're pennies yeah <laughs> that's it like do you like I found this after I'd had Cooper like I almost desexualized my body I was like oh, I definitely. can't see this as a like a sex- sexual vessel anymore. no this is a child making feeding machine yeah that's it yeah and you kind of almost like Oh God! The fact that anyone ever like looks yeah, at my boobs don't and look like, at my milk yeah. machine. Yeah, I'm oh. saying. My <laughs> yeah. child feeds off me. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just a bit like, oh God, there's more to bodies than like yeah. pleasure. And that, that, yeah, and that is fascinating, right? Because you're going through seasons of your body serving you in different ways and I think that's amazing but also I think that you get to a point where you want to connect again yeah and I guess in the past few months I think especially around Penny reaching one that seems like a milestone right yeah, doesn't it, it like, is, it and is. Like, and I think that that's I have if I'm honest I have definitely become a bit more conscious and you know it's it's in the back of your mind as much work as you do you know I remember reaching nine months because people said to me at the beginning oh don't worry nine months in nine months out and I thought oh my gosh, I'm nine months out and I should I look be looking the same yeah, as I, I did I, before? Yeah. Like, I absolutely don't. And I think that's always in the back of your mind and I, I, I can push it away and I, I know I can question my thoughts and like, well, why do you think that? Like, you know, the answer always goes back. But I think that, yeah, now I'm ready to feel more connected to it. It's no longer just serving its purpose for my baby. It's, yeah. it's mine again. Yeah. And I think that's really lovely, but becomes there comes new challenges with it. Yeah, and I think it should be made like the norm when we're kind of like, almost like reclaiming our bodies Mm. back, you know, as ours and babies had what they needed and it's time for us to like wean them. (laughs) (laughs) No chance of Penny. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) She loves your boobs just as much as the next person. (laughs) Good girl. Um, What we shouldn't feel, and this is where I think there's a lot of stigma, is that it's a bad thing that we want to like make our bodies strong again. You know, yes. because the thing is, you go through birth and it's a lot on your body. You mm. probably don't look after yourself. We're exhausted. We yeah. can't be bothered to, like, you know, I worked out so much when I was pregnant, yeah, which I loved. You, yeah. I really enjoyed doing it. It was good for my mental health and it was good for me as a pregnant woman, mm. each to their own. Like, yeah. I, wouldn't no I was a sloth so I don't relate but exactly (laughs) I think first first trimester I remember down it downloading one of the apps and I was like I want to feel strong like it was for strength and stuff after and you was like, I, nah. I don't know if I can swear, but I was like, F this. Yeah, yeah. But this is the thing. And like, this is what's so lovely about um, 
Pair, uh, you know, mothers, especially and accepting mothers, yeah. is that we are all so different. Yeah. And everybody's journey, no matter how similar, is still different. Yeah. And I remember, that, and then afterwards, like, I just didn't have anything in me to no. do that exercise like I used to. And I missed it. Mm. And I'm getting it back. But part of me that feels like me getting fit again yeah. is seen as a negative thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, um, you know, the whole awful term of like snapping back or pinging oh back gosh, or whatever yeah. it is and oh she's got a Body, pre-baby pre, yeah. bod back and I'm like there's never a pre-baby bod no, you, that you're getting back so because many ways, yeah. everything is different like your pelvic floor yeah. um, oh my gosh yeah, I think I've wet myself already sitting here <laughs> good me too <laughs> no that's true but yeah I think what I really pulled out of that what you were just saying is the str- like for me I want to feel strong again like yeah. I really want my body to I don't even care about how it looks but I want that strength back I think yeah like you say for your mental health to do it for you like whether that's getting out to walk but like you know I really try to get out to walk with Penny especially when I was like in the thick of it yeah but that that in itself was difficult but now actually do you know what I want to go to work out like on my own and have some me time yeah and do so I used to love it I loved it. It made me feel good. It just feeling strong. Yeah, I don't know if it's like being a woman as well. And you think like, oh, I want to be able to wrestle a man off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Self defense. Exactly. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And like you know, I remember when we moved in, and I used to go to the gym a lot. And Ross's dad was like, "Oh, darling, don't worry, don't pick that up." I was like, "No, I will do it. I can pick this up." Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. Take that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I want to feel like that. It's really empowering, isn't it? is and so, it's like there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a stronger version after having the you know I guess a it's a question like I often ask myself is like why are you doing it are you doing it for you mm. and that's you know that's the same with anything like people say oh are you anti-weight loss absolutely not I'm anti-diet culture yeah I'm anti-snapback culture you know we talk, you can talk about any sort of topic mm. you talk about Botox or anything like that if you're doing it for you yeah to make yourself feel better not because you're trying to fit into society norms expectations mm. or somebody else trends yeah if you're doing it to make you feel then albeit to you. Uh, yeah, it, it's I'm your body. Absolutely agree. I'm like, mm. look, listen, if you want if you want to do it, you do it. Yeah. And sod the people that judge you because yeah. well, they're obviously very unhappy with themselves to be to want to pick on you yeah. for something. And I guess at the same way, if you don't want it, like I haven't yeah. wanted to do it in up until now. Also, yeah. I, that's fine. That's absolutely like, fine. I am happy like, living my best sloth life. I, like exactly. Life is exhausting, you're picking up any bit of crumbs that you can sometimes for food like you're in this blur yeah and so i think you've got to do what gives you joy you've got yeah. to do what makes I, you happy yeah. ultimately yeah I, I noticed as well that after having cooper that my body didn't go back to what it was in terms of my skeleton so my of course um, your hips and my hips and ribs move, yeah. are completely different sizes yeah and I was like I'm really confused because like I'm actually a, the same size now mm. but the jeans don't fit the same yeah, and I'm like you changed how? Like, because... no, I never had hips until having plenty same same you know, yeah I developed curves I loved it I remember yeah. I was funny you know you still kind of look pregnant you've got your, your sort of pe- pregnant belly but I was like 
Whatever yeah, what are these Hello. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. So did I. <laughs> and you know what I've noticed as well, which I don't mind so much, and I think a lot of people try to lose this, and there's been a lot on social media actually about, this is part of your anatomy, mm. is my womb pops out more now. Yeah. It's, not, it's not as like... I mean, I can't tell. I've got a <laughs> belly <laughs> keeping it nice and safe, but I have... Could be blood. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but... but yeah, I, like I can really see it more really? now. And yeah. yeah, there was a thing, like a, a, quite a few info influences do things about it yeah like, this i've is, heard this is part of your body some parts some like bits be dismissed about the uterus but i don't know factually but yeah p- people see a lot of changes yeah. so it's so interesting yeah. yeah is there anything like you would want to kind of tell yourself now now you've had penny and just be like look listen don't worry about this or this will happen and you need you know it'll all be fine is there anything like any bit of advice you'd give to yourself knowing now? I've yeah. put you on the spot here. I probably, probably... No, it's it's hard to look back, isn't it? Because you would do so many things differently. I always mm. think that if we had a second, there'd be so, I'd feel so much more comfort in just letting it be. Do you know the, all yeah. the things you stress about the, should they be contact napping? Should I be doing this? Like, should I be running around making the house tidy? Like, mm. whilst they're napping? Mm. Like, and you, I wouldn't have done. No. I mean, like, I wouldn't have cared about those things. But I guess the biggest thing was you haven't failed if it isn't going how you expected it to be. And I really do think that, you know, I'm I'm not special here. Most people can say, even if it wasn't the birth, it wasn't the, like, first part of the postnatal period, most people can say this isn't how I expected and there are things that are harder and some things that are even I didn't expect the pure joy if I'm honest I didn't expect to love motherhood quite as much as I did mm. I wanted to be a mum and I was so excited but I have never experienced joy like it and I feel so grateful and actually sometimes when I talk about like going through it the really difficult postpartum like the depression I think in a way obviously I don't wish I I'm not glad I went through that but Mm. if I can take a positive from that is now I think I was saying this to you this the other day even the I don't want to say mundane but just the normal just Mm. the sitting with Penny with her blocks and it sounds silly but not feeling sad not sobbing not thinking how am I gonna get through this day Mm. that feels euphoric to just feel okay just to feel normal it is literally like being in a movie I feel so happy to just not feel sad yeah and that's amazing so I guess if anyone's listening to this and thinking I'm in the depths of it I'm really at my lowest point like you will get out of you it. will you yeah. will and like, I remember looking at people's I was trying to desperately find on Instagram and TikTok like reels and I'd think yeah but maybe they don't feel as sad as me mm. maybe they don't feel they're not quite as low like but no, that like you will get out of it and ask ask for help yeah however that help looks whether that's talking to a friend calling pandas taking medication asking for a debrief therapy whatever it may be because we can create our village in lots of different ways absolutely and none of it is failing you have never as a mother failed no yeah you've just got to get through it any way that you can Mm. until you reach the other side and Mm. you will won't you and you know i remember thinking like people say you've got this and i think i actually haven't bloody got it but that's okay yeah i haven't got this but i am gonna get this i'm not coping but i will yeah at some point exactly yeah Yeah. and you will you will see the brighter days and sometimes what it does and i think this happened with you like you're saying just sat playing with penny with her blocks it suddenly springs on you Mm. and you go oh my god 
I'm really enjoying this little moment here. Yeah. This is this is amazing. This yeah. is a feeling. Is this how this it was is, supposed to yeah, feel? Yeah. This is all how along. it was supposed to, yeah. supposed yeah. to feel. And that's not to say it's now like bloody smooth. No, like, of course it, not. But it never is because no. what kids like to do is throw curveballs <laughs> every every five minutes. So yeah, ne- never smooth. But you know, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Um, but Lottie, thank you so much. Incredible chatting to you. Thank as, you so much as for having always. me. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Mum's The Word, the parenting podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.